0: Let's be honest. The reason he's going there because they will have him. While everybody else who's complaining about it is refusing to platform him and to hear what he has to say. They refused to hear from him the whole entire time. Nobody wanted to care about the facts then, and nobody cares about the facts now. One in a million, a million, the one villain. Too hot to be in the kitchen. I'll end up melting the ceiling. I want to give a huge thanks to ExpressVPN for sponsoring this video. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET visit my exclusive link expressvpn.com slash Javier and you can get three extra months free on a one-year package. Sam Cedar and Destiny had a debate about the Cal House case and I found it fascinating. After all of this time, we still have people on the left side of the aisle who is getting the facts and Basically spread misinformation about the whole Kyle Rittenhouse case and destiny was one of those uh, Streamers who decided to actually defend Kyle Rittenhouse even though destiny considers himself to be uh, Slightly left of center and you know Sam Cedar is definitely a liberal in in that sense Uh, I'm not sure how far he is to the left I'm not too familiar with all of his work, but I found this conversation to be fascinating and I wanted to cover it because I thought that this goes to the heart of how people will choose to phrase certain situations in order to make it seem as if the person who might be in the right is in the wrong because they happen to fall either on the wrong side of the fence or they did something that that person disagrees with, even if the facts are saying something totally different. So here we have Destiny and Sam Cedar having this debate. Let's get into it. Specifically,
1: I feel like with the House stuff, you know, like Rittenhouse is pretty cut and dry in a lot of different ways but I still hear people get a lot of the kind of like facts or analysis in my opinion like really wrong so I think the thing I want to talk to you about is I, there's like three main points that I I'll see if I can move you on any of them number one is I think that the riots in Kenosha were literally propagated by fake news they should have never happened I think that Rittenhouse had just as much reason to be in uh, in Kenosha as any other person that was there
0: like I said, right? Um, Destiny is somebody who's like center left. I, I think he tries his best to be as objective as he possibly can when dealing with situations. Even though me and him wildly disagree on certain subjects like abortion and stuff like that, but for the most part, he tries to be objective. And he he, he even goes to take the step to say that fake news was the reason why the Kenosha riots happened in the first place. And a lot of times, people treat fake news as a right wing talking point, but it's really not. There are a multitude of people who realize that the news is geared towards certain biases. And I appreciate that he's saying that. I hope my audio sounds good. I'm in the process of moving. So um, I don't have uh, all of my stuff up to make the sound so good. So I apologize.
1: I think that all of the Rittenhouse killings were the two and then the one shooting. The guy's bicep were all in self-defense and had nothing to do with defending property. These are three points that I see repeated. The opposite way by left-leaning mainstream and alternative media over and over and over again. I think that all three are like clearly wrong.
2: Um, okay, uh, I mean, I the the first one in terms of uh, the, you don't agree with the Kenosha protest seems to me to be, I mean. Uh, largely irrelevant in terms of written house, in my estimation. I mean, I, I you know I don't want to litigate whether people should have been upset and you know uh, should be upset about. Um, uh, policing in this country, relative to to black people in particular.
0: See, here's the problem where Sam Cedar runs into when he starts this um, line of thinking. Right, he says it's totally irrelevant, but you can't make it irrelevant because you have to put everything in context. Right, you want to put Cal Rittenhouse in context in order to make your point, but at the same time, you don't want to put the actual riots in context. Right, you want to see it as people protesting. Police brutality and violence, but that wasn't necessarily the exact reason why the riots happened in the first place. It was due to fake news and people lying about exactly the shooting that happened. And now you want to completely make that irrelevant because it sets the stage on what happened with Kyle Rittenhouse in the first place, but you're going to use the stage setting on Kyle Rittenhouse being there. And the reason he went there to condemn him, but you won't use the same context when it comes to why he ended up in that place in the first place and what was going on surrounding the situation.
2: Well, I mean, I, that to me is, and, and you can argue that, the, the Kenosha um, uh, you know uh, protests were set off by uh, you know Blake's killing.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, well, Blake's shooting, right?
2: Uh, shooting, sorry, mm-hmm. um, and he's I guess he's paralyzed. Mm-hmm. Um, and you could argue that it was just that, without any of the context of the protests that had been going on across the country
1: mm-hmm.
2: and the building, you know, literally decades. I mean, I would I would tell this story uh, for years on my show. When I was in um, uh, Straight Entertainment, I did a sitcom called uh, The Show, and it was a white head writer on an all-black variety show. Mm-hmm. And one of the guys I uh, w- worked with was a guy named uh, Chris Spencer, and Chris, uh, we went back to his house at a break during a uh, uh, shooting or rehearsal or whatever it was. And we pull into his garage in West Hollywood, and uh, we get followed as we come in by his buddy in a Range Rover. And at that time, that was like the, if you were successful in in, in L.A.
0: You- Talk about irrelevant, right? Using the word irrelevant, this long, drawn-out story. Uh, I'm guessing it's getting somewhere.
2: You had a Range Rover, and this was, again, this was in the mid-90s. And the guy comes in and he's like, thank God you were there. I, got, I was being followed by the cops again for the fourth time this week because they pulled me over three times to, to check and see if this was my car. And he said he had called the, the police department and spoke to a sergeant. It was like, is there a sticker I can get that says this is my car? And the cop said, are you black? And he said, yes. And he said, there's really nothing I can do for you. And so, I mean, this has been going on well. Far before that, but certainly, you know, at least in terms of our lifetime has been going on and on. So I I think you can say people should not have been upset uh, by the shooting of Blake. And that was the only reason why they they protested and they fought. They protested on false grounds. But I I mean, I, I don't even think that's worth litigating people can make their own determination as to whether those protests were justified
0: it's nothing about litigating it's it's a fact that if that Jacob Blake shooting hadn't happened then it's probably a hundred percent certain that those people wouldn't have been protesting there while they were like let's just there was no protest planned before then at all these events literally preceded each other right after each other so it's not up for interpretation Okay, as far
2: so, go ahead. As, As far as the second one
0: that you said
1: was, can we can we move through one at a time? I think, and then we sure. Yeah. So on the first one, so when I'm thinking of like how I want to deal with a particular thing, I usually try to think of like, well, what happens on the other side? Um, I want to be able to. Have you heard of the term stochastic terrorism? It's like this idea that like if you give enough of a certain type of rhetoric, even if you don't directly call people to violence, it's probably going to be some violence that happens. So I would say like Tucker Carlson when he talks about the Great Replacement over and over and over and over again, and then when some kid picks up a gun and he starts killing black people or like immigrants or whatever, it's pretty obvious that like even if I can't draw a straight line from A to B, I can see how somebody could get from A to B. Um, so I want to be able to condemn people on the right when they give irresponsible rhetoric that leads to things like shootings or things like the January sixth attempted coup insurrection. I want to be able to say when you engage in this type of rhetoric or, or language, it's dangerous and it will cause people to do this.
0: I agree with Destiny here, right? There, there's a um, there's a, a level of deniability with um, some pundits and people who play this game of you know everything is the worst thing and. They're going to take your rights from you, or this is the end of democracy. If you don't get out and fight, like they're not literally saying, go out and commit violence, but they're basically insinuating that there is no other option, but to fight. Because if you don't fight and you don't do something, uh, because all other options are taken off the table, unless you get out and actually do something physical about it, then what else choice do you have? And I see that type of rhetoric used all of the time and people, Can get away with it because they're not directly calling for violence.
1: So I think for Kenosha, um, I wouldn't say that like an amalgamation of things led to those riots. I would say pretty clearly it it was absolutely the coverage of the Jacob Blake shooting. Exactly. Um, Jacob Blake was shot on August 23rd. There were riots that day and on the 24th and on the 25th was the Rittenhouse shooting. That timeline of like three days is not an accident.
0: Exactly, it's not an accident. Like these things preceded each other very quickly and there was no planned protest before then.
1: It was very clearly the video went out of Jacob Blake being shot Every left-leaning media person in the world jumped on it, started blasting it all over Twitter, all over social media, all over mainstream media as like a poor innocent black guy that got shot in the back by cops six times. A lot of people still think he was killed even. Um, I think that <laughs> the misreporting and the mishandling of that was absolutely the biggest drive of those Kenosha riots that happened in the, in the following days.
0: Which is another reason why you have to point out the fact that uh, mainstream media is not necessarily news anymore because there's a, a code of ethics. There's like a journalistic uh, standards that um, reporters and people of that sort, journalists, are supposed to go by. They're supposed to be able to um, provide evidence or to cross-reference their um their sources and to verify. And when you're reporting all of these things that you're getting the facts so wrong, that means you didn't go through the process to actually verify these things and you're, you're blasting it across the airways. And people unimaginably these days assume that the media is still telling the truth and that they can trust their news media, which more and more people are realizing that's not the case. But for those people who actually believe those things and believe that they're getting reliable information, they're gonna act on that information as if it's reliable.
2: I mean, uh, y- y- I mean, I mean, y- you may have a point. I, mm-hmm. I don't know, um, mm-hmm. to be honest with you. I mean, I-, I wouldn't know how to parse that out. And you can say that the coverage was poor. And that, in my mind, has really is in no way a mitigating factor in my mind for well, the actions that Rittenhouse took. So it's sort of irrelevant relative to my sure. perception of Rittenhouse. I mean, uh, there's I take it as a granted that, that at any given time, uh, news is sensationalistic, and the the way that our media is um, is organized now, it's sensationalistic. You know, depending on who they perceive their audience to be, and et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, there were there were protests, peaceful protests, in the in, the, in that first day. At night, uh, things turned uh, ugly and and you know maybe it is the media 's fault or certain media outlets and not others i mean uh, uh, but I think like the impetus to protest um, it 's pretty hard to say that when you 're talking about you know a um, a a uh, you know a a proceeding uh, whatever twelve eighteen months you want to say. Where you've had some of the 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 biggest protests about um uh, police shootings that the country has seen to say that that's completely divorced from that uh context i i mean i i think there's a very hard argument to make
0: but like okay so he's making a he's making a point that given the the events that preceded this case uh the george floyd killing and things of that sort right that it's only uh plausible to think that you know these things have to be taken in context on why these people were upset and angry which This is one of the biggest problems. This is a point against the protest versus a point to like for them or in favor of them. Because when you start to allow your protests or your movements to be driven by pure emotions, people become irrational. And when when you start to make decisions based on irrational approaches and emotional approaches, you make a lot of mistakes along the way. And it only... Uh, delegitimizes your, your, your arguments or your, your fight, because people start to take you seriously. And people start to realize that you're willing to protest over any and every single thing. And what you end up doing is you end up hurting your cause instead of helping it, which I believe is an issue that we as Americans need to address from the get-go. But nobody really wants to have that hard conversation about how so many protests can be very illegitimate. And yet, people are supposed to be treated as if it's legitimate or you're supposed to hear their concerns, even when we know the facts on the ground are not what they are claiming it to be.
2: I say, relative to Rittenhouse, none of that is relevant to me. Okay, sure. Um, Yeah, that's fine.
1: And I I would agree that other things are playing into it as well. Like, I'm not going to argue against Police, like even the facts of the matter relating to police bias, there's a huge, like over 100 million traffic stops. The Veil of Darkness study that I think was published in Nature Human Behavior or whatever. Um, I mean, the, so what you were talking about with your friend being pulled over in the um, Range Rover, like, uh, yeah, I mean, these are pretty unarguable. So I wouldn't disagree with that. But the, the Kenosha stuff being spurred on by what I would consider to be essentially fake news was, I thought, a little bit troubling. But um, for, so for point two, um, point two, I hear this a lot. It's repeated a lot. I've heard it on your show quite a few times. Um, this idea that, like, Rittenhouse drove over state lines, or he drove to a neighboring city. Um, like, his dad lived in that city, he worked there as a lifeguard, it was like a 20-minute drive. I don't think that, that I think he had just as much right to be in that community as literally any other protester there. I, I don't think that's Oh, enough, I think the, to...
2: I think the point, uh, you know, when people say that, in my estimation, is that, uh, it's one thing to, I own a bodega, or my dad owns a bodega, let's say. And I go down there and I sit in the bodega and uh, maybe with a weapon, maybe not, uh, and to protect that. Um, and uh, but and I think look, we can't know what is in Kyle Rittenhouse's um, you know mind or heart in that moment. Um, maybe maybe he felt such a such a close connection to that community that. Um, he, you know, that's what spurred him on to, to grab a gun and go down there and patrol, uh, or, or, or not. I mean, I don't, I don't know. You don't know. We can't know that. Uh, it is material insofar as, you know, crossing state lines makes it seem like it's further away. I don't know if I ever said crossing state lines. I think in the video that you took, I mean, my understanding of why we're here is you saw a video of mine on Twitter and uh, or through Twitter and you reached out to me. That's uh, conceivable, uh, but you know, I had very little coverage of the written house case itself. In fact. Mm-hmm. None of the actual case.
0: Sure, uh, I think I did. So he had very little coverage. Like he didn't really even pay attention to all of the details surrounding the Calvert House case, and that's what he's saying right now. Now I went and watched his uh, original video of him going after Calvert and House and calling Calvert and House basically a killer, and basically scolding the guy for being there and shooting people and things of that sort. Right? He went on a whole spill about it. Right? And if you get a chance, you can definitely go check it out. But to have a to have such a a strong stance against a person when you don't even know the facts of the case or took the time to follow it. Now, there are people who followed the case and still came to radically different positions on the Cal Rittenhouse case. So watching the case or knowing the facts about the case doesn't determine how you sit at the end of the day about it. But the very least you could say about that person is the reason they have that opinion that they have about it is because they actually paid attention to it. And to not have done that It just, it speaks ill to your ability to speak on something that you haven't really done any homework about. And look, as public figures and people with platforms, you're going to be asked to cover certain things and you're going to be told to um, give your opinion on something, right? And sometimes people might jump out there and say things about it. And the least I can do is respect the fact that he's admitting that he didn't follow all of the facts of the case. And... But it led to this debate between him and Destiny, and I guess you gotta own up to it. But as you'll see, he he's probably going to still take a strong stance somewhere down the line on Cal Rittenhouse as a person.
2: Did a video following the um, following the verdict, but it, it, it has been not so much a pol- I guess a policy you could say, but just like I I I don't I don't watch legal cases. Mm-hmm. I just find that not to be helpful. I didn't watch the O.J. Simpson trial. I wasn't in this business. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch the Johnny Depp um, and his girlfriend trial. I just don't watch trials, um, and, and I didn't watch the Zimmerman trial. I don't I just I don't follow them. I don't cover them in general. Um because I think, you know, that's why you it's have like a
1: spectacle, I think. Yeah, I, I remember you mentioning this, like, it seems a little bit dramatic. And, and I would agree that people definitely, I mean, we've seen that with the Amber Heard Johnny Depp stuff, That it's a, it's a sensational thing. I think yeah, there was more I, interest in Amber
0: Heard Johnny you know, Depp than Ukraine.
2: Be, <laughs> there's lessons to be learned in these things, but.
0: Mm-hmm. See, the thing I would disagree with both of them about is, uh, I think Kyle Rittenhouse case was unique and it, it's because it was, Kyle Rittenhouse was so strongly attacked as being the villain in the case that everybody was looking at him as a white supremacist and a racist and all of these things white nationalists all of that right he immediately got so attacked and then people started to actually look into the facts of the case and find out that that it wasn't exactly as clear-cut as people trying to make it seem and then people wanted to have this argument about what actually took place and this young guy at the time very young was facing a serious prison time. And a lot of times we have activists and people who go out and push for a certain outcome in a, in a case. And if you don't have people who rise up and try to defend that person, especially when the facts are in the favor of that person, then we could have a, a balance, a, a balance of injustice. Like injustice will happen in those cases, and I think that that's different than the Amber Heard situation with Johnny Depp. I don't think anybody was facing jail time, and they both are like well into their what late forties or something like that. they they're 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 not as young as Kyle Rittenhouse was. Yes, this case became very political, and it was definitely due to the fact that the riots were political, and people who wanted to attack uh, Kyle Rittenhouse did it on a political basis, and that's why it was so important of a case, and people also talked about the Second Amendment and things of that sort. So I I just can't put that case, Kyle Rittenhouse's case, in so many different other cases. I think that you have to judge each one on its individual basis, but to their point that yes, there are certain court cases that get dramatized for public consumption and, and Entertainment, whereas it doesn't necessarily deserve it.
2: I'm more interested in if I'm going to follow any type of trials is more I'm more interested in like tort cases against corporations Mm -hmm. than I am trying to, you know, uh, put myself in the form of the the jury. Sure. Um, But uh, so you know, I mean, the fact is, it was a neighboring town, it was a different state. I mean, people are saying it to make it uh, to make the point that what is his investment in this? um i also think that like yeah it's a it's a point but it's a minor one i don't think it's a a huge point i don't think that i ever uh made a a big deal of it and to be honest with you like i don't watch much other coverage of anything um you know to the extent that i've even seen stuff that you've done it's really only stuff that people send me yeah sure Uh, and so uh it's possible that people overplayed that in a way that was I I don't know, I guess you in mm-hmm. your mind prejudicial towards him. Uh but uh <laughs> that's not I mean, I I I'm I, I'm agnostic as to as that. I mean it's it's certainly accurate to say, but uh if if you think it gives the wrong impression of what he was doing there, okay.
1: hmm I mean and I like I agree with everything you're saying now, but I mean like ha- the idea that like mm-hmm. if you haven't followed much or don't know much about it, I think it's perfectly fine. I do that with a lot of stuff. But to say that and then simultaneously give really strong opinions about exactly <laughs> like the, the facts of the matter, I think. Um,
0: exactly what I was saying. Exactly what I was saying. Like It's one thing to give your opinion about something, but to take a strong stance on something that you really don't know much about, that is where you get into the territory of like, okay, dude, then why were you taking a strong stance on something? Was it just to, to amp up your base or your side? Or was it to just like... I mean, beat up on this kid because he somehow is going on right wing shows or something that you disagree with. I, I just don't. I don't get it.
2: Well, I think. I mean, in that video, mm-hmm. you tell me what I got wrong in that video. I said he killed two people, mm-hmm. and he shot a third in the arm, mm-hmm. and he went down there according to him to protect uh, a car. Uh, yeah. So uh, I think. So th- this is that a- his buddy, his buddies friend was asking him to to protect
1: well so to be clear a couple things um on the last part the reason why people were down there was because on the 24th the kenosha guard formed on facebook in response to car dealership over 100 cars and neighboring buildings being set on fire on a block right that so that's why that like little militia thing formed on facebook now whether he heard about it from facebook or a friend that heard about it on facebook there was a reason why that had formed. it wasn't just randomly like i'm gonna go down to a place um, number one. For the second thing, um, I think that when I look at people's characteris- uh, characterizations of events, I think we can be like a little bit more sophisticated than are the facts 100% like correct or incorrect. I think it's I think it goes a little bit deeper than that. Like I'm sure you've heard people say like 1350 over and over again, right? I
2: don't know what 1350 is. Uh, Let's just stick well, with what I said sure. that you have a problem with. Because I said he went down there to protect property.
0: So well, So, I hear, so
2: here are he found things. out through Facebook that yeah, there so was, that was we, a partnership or yeah. according to the GQ uh, story on him, which I think is the deepest reporting I've seen, uh, it was from his friend, sure. regardless...
1: Yeah, well so like things that you've said that are like kind of true but like a little bit like so he killed two people with a gun because he killed people in, uh, and went to a neighboring town to kill people. Like the characterization is kind of strange that he's like driving to a neighboring town like it's pretty
0: Yeah, it's like when you when you take the time to say he went down and he killed two people or he went across state lines and killed two people. Imagine how different it sounds if I say he went down and killed two people versus he went down and ended up having to defend himself against two people, which ultimately led to them dying. Like, how you frame something will determine how people receive it. And I really think that it's a word game here. And depending on which side of the fence you sit on, it's going to determine how you phrase the conversation. And I think it's very irresponsible to go around saying that written Rittenhouse went down to protect property and ended up killing two people. It's like... Yeah, that's the facts, but you could also say the facts in, in a way that definitely puts it in a different context. In the truest context is Kyle Rittenhouse went down there to protect his neighborhood or to protect some buildings and some businesses that needed help protection because people were down there burning stuff right there. And in the process of doing that, he was attacked by grown men. And in, in order to protect himself, he was forced to. To take their lives, different context, totally different way to receive that.
1: It's common that people's communities, especially in rural areas, are See, in in other areas. In a
2: different town, in a different state,
1: mm-hmm.
2: he went down to protect either because he saw it on Facebook or because his friend said to protect a car dealership. Mm-hmm. That's what I said, and then he killed people, which he did.
1: True then also the second thing is the idea that he's killing people to defend property that isn't true either he didn't kill anybody in defense of property why did
0: he show up there with a gun see there's the question right there why did he show up with a gun see he wants it to be that that is what he wants it to be accepted as right if i take my gun somewhere because i know that i could possibly be in danger if i go to my old hood or my old projects and i got my gun on me or whatever i understand that i'm in an environment that could cause me danger right and it just so happened that somebody attacks me in the process while I'm there. I didn't go down there to shoot anybody. I didn't go down there looking or hoping or seeking that. It just so happened that I had to do that. And by rightfully so, I should have because I know the environment in which I'm going in. Um,
1: Obstensibly, as you've said, to protect property.
0: Okay. What do you do with a gun to
1: protect property? You would shoot people. Okay. But he so, didn't shoot people protecting property. If I take a gun with me to a bar, and I go to drink, and somebody tries to assault me, uh, and then I, and is, then, when that, well,
2: hold on. You go to a bar to protect the bar from people coming in, and you know there's people coming in, and you fire at them, I mean, that's what
0: you're doing. I, that's not exactly how it is, and that's just a wildly drastic misinterpretation of what exactly is taking place. It's like, no, I'm only doing this in a worst case scenario, and, not only that, but Kyle Rittenhouse didn't shoot anybody because of the defense of the property. It wasn't as if somebody was trying to set the property on fire and Kyle Rittenhouse shot them. No, Kyle Rittenhouse shot them after they was trying to attack him personally. He protected himself, not the business. That's what ultimately ended up happening.
1: I agree if that was the case, but Rittenhouse wasn't shooting at people defending property. He shot at people that shot at him first and attacked him. Exactly.
2: He's why is he? He's patrolling around with a gun.
1: Yeah, but it, that's you have a Second Amendment right in the United States to have a firearm. And that's his community hey, as much hey, as any other. Hey, person.
0: Exactly. Practicing your right does not give anybody else the right to violate your rights or to violate your personal space or your bodily, your bodily autonomy or whatever the case may be. That does not allow somebody else to attack you, especially when you're within your legal right to be doing what you're supposed to be doing or what you are legally allowed to do. Testers.
2: But, but we're not we're not talking about whether he had a right to do
1: it. Well, we are.
0: Was, right? Exactly.
2: From the question of murder. It is not a question of whether he had a right to do it i'm saying he's an asshole for doing
1: it why is he more than more of an asshole than any protester was there there was our past curfew
2: go down there with a gun well he might be but he shot not only did he shoot people not only make the decision i'm going to go down there with a gun to protect property and if i'm going down there with a gun that means that if push comes to shove i'm going to shoot people Mm -hmm. and so whether he thought
0: Yeah, but he didn't want to shoot people. That was not his intention. That was not something he was looking for. It's just a a safety measure. And you'd be out of your mind if you don't take safety measures in your life. You lock your doors at night. You lock your car doors, right? Because it's not saying that you want somebody to break in your car or whatever the case may be. You're just prepared and you're taking extra measures in case that incident does take place, which is a smart move to do. I would be even more perplexed if I thought that Kyle Rittenhouse went down there in that area, knowing that people were doing violence and setting things on fire and whatever the case may be. And he didn't have some method of protecting himself. And if you're going to take the method of protect yourself, you will want to do it with the most capable weapon that you have at your disposal at your disposal.
2: Oh, I may, I may end up having to shoot somebody because people will see the gun and come at me. Because I've got a gun and they want to disarm me or they want to.
0: Who in their right mind thinks that people are going to see me with a gun and then try to run up and disarm me? Like, I'm not attacking anybody. I'm not the aggressor. Who in their right mind will believe that the fact that I just have a gun, especially in the environment that I'm in. If anything, that's a warning to stay away, not to come closer or to attack me, especially if you don't have the means of disarming me properly.
2: Uh, He's going into this situation with a gun not for the express purpose of anything other than to protect property. Sure. Right? I mean, he's not going there to protest these things. And I'm not, I'm not saying that, I'm not defending uh, people who were, uh, you know, uh, committing violence or, uh, or any type of property destruction. Or, or I'm not defending anybody in this scenario.
1: He, but could, could, was, he not, could he not have just well, brought the gun to protect himself if he thought somebody was going to attack him, given that his...
2: But why, you know how you can protect yourself? Don't go
0: there. If it's, you're
2: worried but, that
0: that's a okay. danger to, don't go there. So, all right. So this is a bad argument, right? If I have emotional ties to a community, or if I'm invested in that community—my mom, my dad, my brothers, sisters, or friends that I have, if I work there, whatever the case may be—and somebody is threatening to attack that, or to burn down that, or to loot that, or whatever the case may be, telling me that I don't have a right to go and defend that, to me, it just seems just counterintuitive it's like if you should have any right it should be to protect your community and your neighborhood from other people especially outsiders from coming in to do you harm
1: oh i can okay so digging in on the other side now this is this is what sounds like the liberal response like, who cares if your community is on fire? Who cares if all of your stuff is being burned down? Who cares if people from outside the community are coming into protest, which is what was happening as well. The um, police, um, when they released the arrests, a lot of people weren't even from there, just stay home and let everything happen. Like, that's not gonna happen, right? Especially no. in, in rural areas. You no. know that people are gonna show up. Like,
2: no. No. Or,
1: or, or, no. or would you no. would you say the same about like Koreans during the LA riots? Like that, like they should have just stayed home. They should have let their stuff burn down. None of their friends should have showed up. Like, I think you we know.
2: would- I not I, I think, listen, Like I said, I I think it's perfectly legitimate. You go into your store and you sit there as a way of protecting it, okay? But that's not what he did. He was roaming the streets as if he was some type of like, you know, uh, guardian angel or something. And
0: I had problems even with guardian angels in New York. He wasn't even roaming the streets. He was helping. The man literally had a fire extinguisher was trying to put out a fire. Like, it wasn't like he was just walking around like, what's up, what's up? None of that. The man was literally trying to help where he could help that's not roaming the streets or to some extent
2: but at least they weren't um uh, out there with a weapon that is used
0: explicitly to kill people i mean and then see just how you frame it frame that L- used to kill people they see when you think that guns are fundamentally just used to kill people you think that come you come at it from an aggressive perspective instead of a defensive perspective A gun can be used to defend yourself, but he wants to see a gun that's only to kill people instead of protecting yourself or being a deterrent. On top of which, the video
2: that you saw was not uh, uh, rehashing any of this. It was talking about his appearance in right-wing media because not only did this guy, which I just, and like I say, perfectly within his right, to decide he's gonna go down and protect the city because of all the training he had or didn't have in protecting the city with, uh, you know, uh, weapons like that, which I think is just a incredibly irresponsible thing to do. Um, but then the guy is using it to make himself
0: famous. Like, I can conceive of a situation where- a se- This man is not using this to make himself famous the left-wing media made him famous. Politicians made him famous. He became famous because people wanted to use him as a political football. He was already famous. Before he was even acquitted, he was already famous. Everybody knew Kyle Rittenhouse's face, his name. And trust me, it was a lot of people who was responsible for that. And the least of them is Kyle Rittenhouse.
2: 17 or 18-year-old kid, whatever uh, his age was specifically at that time. And um, making this huge mistake of judgment. Like I'm going to go down there, uh, with a weapon. I am not in any way trained to deal with this situation, to do crowd control or whatever it is.
0: It wasn't to do crowd control. See, it's whatever they want it to be. It's whatever they wanted it to be. Maybe he just went down there to protect and maybe he went down there to be a deterrent not to do crowd control like y'all walk over there don't come over here he wasn't going around like hurting people in a certain direction or anything like that
2: uh but i'm i'm super psyched to do this and i can conceive of, of a kid going down there killing two people uh if you want to say in a completely innocent way and, and maiming a third in a completely innocent way and then after that happens and he gets, uh, you know, exonerated on murder charges. I can see, you know, if this guy then decides, like, you know, I'm going to take some time away and do some introspection, and I'm going to, because, you know, you see this all the time. I mean, you can find uh, YouTube videos of people who have killed people either, you know, accidentally. Uh, I drunk drove and I uh, hit somebody, or it was dark and I hit somebody and they died, or I punched somebody one time, knocked them out and they were dead. And you see them like deal with the fact that they had taken two lives or a life. And, you know, then I would think, you know, people make mistakes.
0: So you're basing your whole opinion about Kyle Rittenhouse based on the fact that he didn't have any introspection in your opinion. You don't know what he went through in that whole trial case, what his emotional state was when he was alone. You still don't know what his emotional state is when he's alone. You want him to gravel. You want him to apologize and beg for the mercy of the public to to, to accept him in welcoming arms. And unless he does that, then somehow you feel as if he's not sincere or regretful of what took place that night. And let alone to ask the question, should he be regretful? Like you having a firearm and you going anywhere, does not give anybody the right to attack you, especially if you're not being an aggressor or you're not putting anybody else's life in danger or risk that. And then the type of people who was attacking him. Uh, I mean, I, for the life of me, like, why should he feel regret? Like, these guys attacked me. Grown men attacked a young child, and he had to defend himself. What is there to be regretful about? Yeah. Would you be sorry that that situation happened in the first place, that you ended up in that situation? Yeah, you could be. But at the same time, when you put it all in context, you, you realize, like, I could have went down there that night and did exactly what I did. And nobody attacked me and everybody went home that night. But no, that's not what happened. These grown men decided to attack me and to put my life in danger. And I did what I had to do. And people do that all the time in war. People do that all the time in self-defense. If so somebody broke into their house, yeah, you can have regret that that situation took place. But at the same time, you shouldn't have regret that you did what you had to do.
2: Um, but the guy's just an asshole. And that's really all I said. I don't think I even said he was an asshole, but the implication was he's an asshole. And he's how using so? the fact that he killed two people a- as a as a sort of mechanism in which to
0: get fame. I think... The man is already famous. Like I said, he's already famous. I don't know where you're getting this from. If anything, he's responding to the fame and the attention. And probably the only way he knows how. The best way he knows how.
2: That is... I mean, we talk about, you know, what's problematic in our society. So, uh, I mean, I... That- him, yeah,
0: trying,
1: yeah, him trying to get fame, I, I think, is the natural consequence of how people on the left treat him. If one side is going to cast you as a villain, you can't be surprised when they run to the other side to be cast as a hero. Otherwise, you're just going to sit there and have your life destroyed and then, what, get nothing out of it? Exactly. I'm not saying his action in right-wing media is good, but given how many people say he killed black people, he was a white nationalist, the guy that called into your show said that he was a, um, I think he compared him to Hitler Youth.
0: See, so he has no choice. Like, the left is going to destroy him anyway, right? And now he's he's famous. Everybody knows his face. Everybody knows what he did. The only way for him to actually survive this and actually somehow come out on the other end okay is to somehow find a group of people who will embrace him or to not judge him based off of that and allow him to have a life. And right now it seems like the people on the right are doing that now you might criticize the people on the right whatever the nefarious means might be or whether they're taking advantage of him you can you can go down a long list of why you think they're doing it or whether you're right or wrong about it but one thing you can't deny is i think that what kyle rittenhouse is doing is the smart move because he really has no other option because you've left him no other option and that's exactly what destiny is talking about
1: policing uh, civil rights marches, and I think you said that was a valid point. Um, when, when he's being cast in that light over and over and over again, I don't think it's very surprising that he's going to run into the arms of people on the right that are going to embrace him as a hero, um, especially given how much is factually incorrect about what's being stated about him, how many times people say that he killed people in defense of property, which wasn't true, how many times people are willing to downplay the other protesters. Like, you keep mentioning the third guy that was maimed. That guy got maimed running up to Rittenhouse with a Glock that he was, try- was going to shoot him with. Um, And I think that the overall issue you have here is this constant downplaying of what was going on in Kenosha, which was a community that has, I think, as high as $50 million of property damage. on a small community, $2 million of city property destroyed. There were like over 34- Why he up
2: property if he didn't kill those people in the service of protecting property?
0: What I'm saying is- Because that what led to him being there in the first place, a small community being attacked especially by people who don't even live there coming in and destroying those people's communities. That's why he ended up there in the first place. So he didn't just go down looking for trouble and you have to put that in context. But you're refusing to do that.
1: It's a kid that went down because he probably felt a calling to protect his community. And I think given the totality of the action that you saw, all the videos you saw- Hold on, wait, let me finish real quick. okay. Okay. Lots of videos of him running around, doing the medico, medico, whatever. And we can say he's a dumb kid, he's doing dumb shit, sure. But there was not a single piece of footage anywhere That was released of showing him acting in an aggressive manner towards any person ever that never got released ever and instead all we have are videos of him moving when being asked offering water bottles and bandages or whatever to people that are saying things there's videos that were released weeks before of him cleaning graffiti off his property i think trying to join some youth police or whatever Mm. um it seems to me based on everything i've seen probably just a kid that was concerned about his community
0: now let's look at that they have video of him actually cleaning graffiti and doing things of that sort. Now, let's say, let's say now he went down there without a weapon and he decided that he wanted to help and he wanted to clean up and hand out water bottles and whatever the case may be. And let's say that those guys attacked him and brutally beat him to death, right? Or beat him to the point where he was maimed or whatever the case may be. No one would care. No one would care. No one would talk about it. No one would know who Kyle Rittenhouse is. And it would just be another body chopped up to racial justice, right? And- That's what they don't like about it. He's just not another victim that got rolled over on because people don't talk about them. They're not big.
1: Given that his dad lived there and he was a lifeguard there for some years, that's not the most uh, like inconceivable thing ever. So given given that his community was literally being destroyed, given that all the videos show him showing up to clean up graffiti, offer water bottles or whatever, showing that all of the provocation that was on video was other people attacking him, and that's what happened over and over and over again. The first shooting only happened after a guy behind the first victim got sh- like shot into the air behind him. Um, I don't think it's fair to say that like Rittenhouse went there with the goal of being like this bloodthirsty murderer that was just trying to protect property, waiting to find somebody who was going to Oh, I didn't say that. No, you didn't. Um... But, but... But th- this constant, like, phrasing of what he's doing, and then, like, a quote that but you use— well, Wait, 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 I, wait, real quick, because you just, you just, you just <laughs> the whole ramble, you said like 20 things that I disagree with. Just, just real quick, like, you used this phrase, I was concerned someone might go in and steal Skittles. Like, that was a phrase that you used as well when talking about the destruction that was being wrought on this community. And I think—that was my final point—that if you were to—I hate to pull the conservative one here—if you were to reverse the races here, I think that all of the coverage on the left would have been far different if it was a black person that shot Three white people that were marching through an all black community setting fire to it, I think everybody would have been on their high horses defending his right to be in that community and defend their property from like white supremacists going through and marching through and burning stuff down.
0: Exactly, exactly, exactly. If this was a black guy and they were in a black community and they were destroying it and setting things on fire, and that black guy ended up in the same situation that Kyle Rittenhouse did, even if that guy lived 20 minutes away, I can guarantee you the same people who criticize and ridicule Kyle Rittenhouse would be doing are totally 180 on this situation and we know that because time and time again right they always 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 take the side of what they consider to be oppressed people or minority groups because it can't go against the narrative and we know that for sure and i'm speaking because i happen to be black i'm saying this like my politics might disqualify me from that but without regardless of the situation. If you see it from a different perspective if you change the races and you change the community then the whole context around it changes and there would be a totally different argument being made
2: okay so uh you have a problem with me saying skittles because that's i guess hyperbole
1: no no it's not it's you, the downplaying constantly of like well, the damage writing was causing the, the making it, him seem it, like it, a hitler guy it, yeah
0: yeah if you say uh he went down there with his gun in case somebody tried to steal skittles he ended up killing two people and maiming another one that instantly makes him the bad guy. Just by the way you frame that it instantly makes him the bad guy. and You chose those words either intentionally or you're so biased that you don't even realize that the way you're framing it can make him seem like the villain in this whole situation. And I see that time and time again by a lot of these types of people.
2: First off, mm-hmm. when that guy I would me in that video, it was in response to this guy's conservative media tour. Okay. You, now, like, I, I am not responsible for the nameless people that you're telling me have spread misinformation. Like I say, I don't watch other shows. I'm responsible for what I did. Now, you, in response, and again, I you know, I only know this because somebody just sent this to me mm-hmm. a, a day ago. Mm-hmm. Um, you said that I would be guzzling <laughs> buckets of his cum if he was black and they were white. I, and, yeah, true. Okay,
0: so so... Uh-huh. Now that was just disrespectful. Like, regardless of the fact that, like, that was that was very, very disrespectful. I, I just, as a grown man, like, using that type of rhetoric, I can definitely see how that would trigger somebody and how it makes somebody upset. I mean, because you could have just said what you needed to say without going that far into that type of, you know, rhetoric. But I, I guess Destiny was being a a, a provocateur in, in, in sorts, I guess. But I guess it got him this debate with Sam Cedar. So I, I don't know.
2: Now. Aside from uh, you know, the, the issue of whether I would guzzle buckets of cum uh, in any scenario, <laughs> mm-hmm. you're creating a straw man, and I, I, listen, because first off, I've been doing this for 18 years, mm-hmm. and if there has never been a situation where this has taken place, the, the, the reverse scenario you're talking about, um, that may be instructive, but you would never find me ever. Celebrating, and particularly a guy who's sh- celebrating the killing of anybody ever. And that's well, not, not, it's not the celebrating idea that, the killing of anybody. Yeah. Excuse me, you said I would be guzzling buckets of his calm. <laughs> that, I'm assuming, <laughs> is your way of saying I'd be celebrating that person. Right? No, like, not celebrating, I but I think so they would be. I'm so excited that I would be guzzling buckets of their calm.
1: I think that they would the... let
2: them jack off in my mouth because I'm so excited about what they did. And I'm telling you, I've never done that. I've never, I've never celebrated anybody killing anybody in any scenario whatsoever. I've been doing this for 18 years, three hours a day. If it was out there, you'd know it. So you're the one who's actually doing what you accused me of doing. I didn't do it. I, you and I have a different opinion as to why this guy went there. Okay. We'll never know.
0: What do you mean? We'll never know. We know why he went down there. We've been discussing it this whole time. Like it's not a secret. I mean, we even have testimony. We know how it all got started and why he ended up where he was at. It's not a secret at this point. It's not hard to find either.
2: This is a guy who's a fan of John Doyle, who is also like a white nationalist. We know this. And, but
0: I I still. Now he said he's a fan of John Doyle, who's a white nationalist, and we know this. Did not, I
2: still do not have any uh, out there claiming I have some knowledge about his intent. I said he went down there to protect property, which is what he claimed he did. That is a very generous, I'm being perfectly, you know, I'm letting him set the terms. He went down there with a gun and people got shot. I think it's a bad example for society. I think it sets a bad precedent. I'm surprised there isn't any type of civil action you could take on a wrongful death. I think it's vigilantism, regardless of who performs it, is
0: wrong. He didn't do anything wrong. He had the right to be there. He had the right to have that firearm at the time. He wasn't being a vigilante. He wasn't out hunting crime and finding bad guys and taking them down like Batman. He wasn't doing that. And he had his day in court and the court determined that. And I think they did so rightfully. And to still characterize this man as somehow just like committing wrongful deaths and things of like that. So it's still somehow just a blatant refusal to accept the facts of the case. Like you must paint him in a bad light for the life of you. Even if you don't know all of the, the, the actual facts on the ground, I just don't understand the need to do this. You don't have to do this, Sam Cedar. You don't have to do this. And then I think using
2: that to build your fame is fucking gross. And so I think the guy's an asshole. And so... You know that's all I've said on these videos, and you've gone on to say like that a hypothetical situation where I'd be so excited, I'd be jizzling, you know, gizz- you know, uh, sucking people's cum because of <laughs> it. It's like you're doing exactly <clears throat> what, okay, you so, what you straw man sure, me. For doing. Okay,
1: so okay, give me a second, then. Okay, so I'm not straw anymore. So these are quotes that I've written down from your video. So one was you said he killed two people with a gun because he killed people in the neighboring town which is technically true in the same way that white people are becoming minority in the United States. But I wouldn't let a conservative get away with that latter statement because it's obvious what they're implying. Same as the former of what you're implying. Um, what when I- you constantly, you're implying that he's like traveling to some community that has no ties to. And you said as much in this conversation that you're like, well, I don't know why he would go down there.
0: Yeah, they make it seem as if Cal Rittenhouse literally like got in his car and drove two four hours to a a city he never even visits or never know anything about. He heard, hey, they protesting down there. It's going to be a bunch of Black Lives Matter uh, protesters and they're burning stuff down there. Man, we should get our guns. We should go down there and show them what's up. Like, that's not what happened. And anybody who doesn't know enough about the situation or being malicious in their thinking will take what he's saying and come to that conclusion. And it's just not that way. It doesn't work that way in the real world.
1: Right. Not everybody lives in New York City, like a 20 mile away town might be a place hey, dude, that you have dude, close ties don't, to. Don't,
2: don't do that to me. I, I grew up in, in, in Worcester, Massachusetts. I've spent 15 years living in a rural area where my neighbors are cows.
1: Then how is okay? it so in how is it so inconceivable that, it, that a town like gun, then how, how is gun. it so inconceivable? I know, that it... I
2: know the, the majority of people I know own guns.
1: Sure, but then, then I don't understand how it's so inconceivable that somebody might have like a town that they closely identify with like 15, 20 miles away. I'm from Nebraska, like that's not uncommon, it, it, depending on how far east or west you live. Like, yeah, everybody goes to Omaha, everybody goes to... Go
2: down and, uh, and, and patrol uh, with, without any training to go down there and patrol hmm. and do cl- crowd control with a weapon.
0: When your city's burning down or something you have close ties to and the police aren't doing anything, there's nobody protecting those people's businesses, nobody protecting the people that live there, and the people are free to roam around and do as they please, then, I mean, how much training do you need to know enough to say, you know what, this is not right, and someone should take a stand and defend what the police refuse to defend? It's only natural. I mean... All jokes aside, I mean, I don't care if what community you're from, what race you are, what country you're from. It's only natural for people to want to protect something that they have ties to, and especially when the people who are supposed to be protecting it and protecting you are not doing it.
1: If your if your community is burning and the police can't do anything, do you really think that that's exactly. that unbelievable of a response? Exactly.
2: That you would go that that, that I would go down there with a gun?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, so for, for all of those people, then, you would just say, like, let it burn?
2: No, I'm not saying let it burn. No, 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 hold on.
1: You have to do one or the other. You can't, there, there is no fence sitting oh, on this yeah. one. Yeah.
2: If, 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 if he ran up to me and said, the town is burning, should I go down there with my weapon? I would say, no, man.
0: The town isn't burning. People are burning down the town. That's the difference. It, the town just didn't catch fire from a lightning strike. People are actively down there burning your town down, burning down the town. And, like, the only reason he wouldn't go down there is either out of fear of the consequences or he's a coward. Plain and simple. Um, he's a coward. Or he, fear of the consequences. Or you just don't care enough about that community. Don't.
1: Okay. And then you'd be willing to condemn any other community that wanted to protect their community if they thought it was being burned down. If white nationalists rolled into some all black community with the intent, with the, the Tulsa race riots, whatever, they wanted to roll down and, and burn everything down. You say, like, well, you guys should just leave. You don't have any right to protect your, your community. Just go.
2: No, I, we wouldn't leave. Remember now, he's still traveling there. So, you know, it's now I'm not saying don't leave. I'm saying if, if, if somebody comes up to me, I don't care what race they are, and they say, like, you know, downtown is burning. I'm going to go down there with my gun and protect it. And I would be like, dude, you don't have any business doing that. You're just going to get yourself or somebody else killed. That's...
0: Well, they don't have any business coming to other people's communities and burning them down. They don't have a business to do that. You're more in the right going to protect it than they are coming there to burn it down in the first place, especially on illegitimate um, grounds. Now, see, this is the reason why the second amendment is so important. This is the reason why you should be able to protect yourself because there are going to be times where the people who are meant to protect you and protect your property are not going to, or will be unable to, especially when politics get involved. And we found that situation exactly in the circumstance that Kyle rittenhouse ended up in. there are going to be those cases and some of these people just want us to believe that just trust the police just trust that the government is going to protect you and make sure that you're safe but guess what you are your first line of defense you are your first line of defense if kyle rittenhouse went down there to just help and, and pass out bott- bottle water and he didn't have a gun and he was attacked guess what the police wouldn't have been there to protect him and he probably would have paid the price for it
1: that's what i would say Okay. I mean, I guess guess that is...
0: uh, We have a disagreement
2: about whether or not we (laughs) want to promote vigilantism with guns for people who are untrained
0: in that situation. We have a disagreement. Even if Kyle Rittenhouse was trained he would still have a problem with it. Even if Kyle Rittenhouse had been trained for, if he was a 30-year-old who had been trained in the special forces for 10 years, whatever the case may be, he would have still had a problem with it. If he was not a police officer actively in that situation and he went down there to do what he did and the situation played out exactly how it did, they would still have the same exact problem. I can guarantee you. I can promise you this with all of my heart.
1: Uh, It's it's not a matter of promotion. I think it's a matter of realizing that, like, if there are going to be community... It's binary. so you
0: either saying don't do it
2: or you're saying do it that's what you just told me i've
1: always said i've always said don't do it even in the rittenhouse case i think going there was stupid i've always said the same but you and i are in agreement
0: no we're not in i don't think it was stupid i think if more people decided to defend their communities when other people decided that they want to destroy it i think less and less people will rise up to try to destroy it and we just live in a country now where it's like As long as you feel like you're in the right, that you're protesting the right thing, that that somehow gives you a legitimate reason to commit violence in some cases, that everybody else should just roll over and take it. And I'm not saying that people should commit violence or whatever, but I think you, at the bare minimum, you should have the right to defend something that you care about, especially if it's your property, it's you or somebody you love, period.
1: Agreement, because something being stupid isn't the same as something being morally wrong. I think any time you're willing to, like, risk dying for a business or somebody else's business, probably not, like, the best decision. But to sit there and condemn the people that are watching their town being burned to the ground...
2: I'm not condemning anybody. You're calling him a killer,
1: like, 50 times. Of course you're condemning him. I'm not
2: calling him a killer. When... What was the... Why did I do that video?
1: um, Because you were trying to show how pathetic it was that he was upset that his life was being ruined because you're saying, well, it's (laughs) because you kill people.
2: Because he was on... Ginning up um, uh, uh, publicity for himself on right wing shows like Charlie Kirk mm-hmm. and Tucker Carlson and whoever else he can find to have him on.
0: And he. Yeah, I won't do it. The liberals won't do it. The liberals, the left. The people on the left they won't bring cal Rittenhouse house on and allow him to tell his story and let's hash out the facts and come to an understanding they won't do it they won't do it and there's a reason why they won't do it and just like let's be honest the reason he's going there because they will have him while everybody else who's complaining about it is refusing to platform him and to hear what he has to say they refuse to hear from him the whole entire time nobody wanted to care about the facts then and nobody cares about the facts now and even more so that he got off and that he was acquitted that even more people on the left despise him for it. So miss me with that nonsense. You force the man into a corner. It's a rock and a hard place.
2: He is making a celebrity about out of himself because he killed two people. He's already a celebrity, though. Exactly. What's he supposed to do?
1: What, like, what was he going to do after that trial? You know that his life is forever altered. It's not like he can just step back into like the shadows and be a normal citizen. Like That dude's life is, exactly. is going to be changed completely for the rest right?
2: of the- That mistake that you and I agreed that he made, he is paying for.
1: No, hold on. Holy that
2: wasn't crap. His,
0: his mistake there. He didn't beg them to attack him. He didn't say, hey, can you please attack me so I can catch a Bobby? He didn't say anything of that sort. Like, the way you're framing it, it's like, going down there, even if you say he, he shouldn't have went down there, he shouldn't have been down there with a guy, even if you said that, the mistake ends there. Nothing else after that is a mistake. The mistake was on the people who decided to attack an armed guy. That was the mistake.
1: There was only, maybe he shouldn't have to even say that was a mistake hold on hold on i think it was dumb but the reality is is he had a right to be in that community he had a right to show up with a firearm to protect himself he wanted to and he didn't kill anybody in defense of property he killed people that attacked him aggressively without provocation first in every single instance one of which was a person with a firearm
2: when you say that it makes it sound like he was helicoptered in and just dropped in that moment where people are attacking him he's going around with a gun he's there because he's protecting property but look You can frame it in the way that you want to frame it. I'll frame it in the way that I want to frame it. You agree that nothing I'm saying is not factually
0: correct. See, and they're going to end it there. And that just is the way it is. That's all I got for y'all today. And y'all can decide for yourselves on where y'all stand. But it's just clear that Sam Cedar is hell-bent on... You know, keeping the same narrative. He wants to be able to say he killed people, he killed people, he killed people. He'll never say that he defended himself, he defended himself, and that's the, the bottom line of it. I applaud Destiny for taking the time to actually be objective in this situation and defend Cal Rittenhouse because the, he knows, he took the time to actually understand what was going on and despite the people that he agree with for the most part on his side, he still took a stance. And regardless if you're a conservative or a liberal, it doesn't matter. You should be able to stand for what's right regardless. And that's that determines your character, so I'll leave it there. Um, y'all make sure y'all like, y'all subscribe, and you know, I'll see y'all next time. Peace and glory, everybody. Be peaceful and be great. One in a million, a million, the one villain, too hot to be in the kitchen. i end up melting the ceiling.